Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Bang on, Izzy. There are always resources, but... um... As Eric says, in these high-performance cooker situations where you men have both been, ultimately there is going to be a disconnect between what are people trying to achieve at the top level, which is medals in this case, Mm. and then what people and the humans need that are part of that um, concoction to get there. And the analogy of they got left on the bus because they got seventh or eighth, there is a bit of a reality to that. And where Eric was super honest there was he said, I don't know how to change that. I don't know how to bridge that disconnect mm. because there will always be that helplessness feeling when you're competing and you are competing for a job. And that's probably where the reward, where you guys have both um, achieved the great things, that's probably where you get that the other end of it, that serotonin release of uh, winning a World Cup or winning a game of NRL. So it is this is the brutal reality part of it of sport, but the actual mistreatment of human beings is what you can't excuse, right? Yeah, like that, that's why not everyone can play at the highest level because it is the highest level for a reason, and it is about winning. Winning is is all a part about it, you know. Like winning, you want to go out there and compete, and you want to put your best foot forward, and and hopefully you get the rewards at the end. But sometimes it's not a ga- not going to happen. So the difference between here is when things don't happen in, in different outfits, they potentially got conversations being had three weeks down the track, calling them up, seeing how they are, just kind of just keeping the process alive. So once they, you know, perform badly, poorly, they're not just cut off. And that's what I'm kind of getting from Cycling New Zealand is if they're not in the top five or or four, you know, athletes, they're just getting left on the outer. And And that's hard. As a father, I think my question is when they are centralised, if I'm going to send my young 17-year-old son to Cycling New Zealand and they're not promising... Um, you know, safe environment or, or, or somewhere where it's these kids are going to be feel welcomed and feel loved, then I wouldn't send my kids there. But yeah, it's 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 an int- it's a tough one because we all want to perform, we always want to win, but um, it's having that balance as, as, of caring as well. Yeah, top top two inches, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Izzy's talking about. I've seen this throughout my whole career, okay, and and it's about it's not about people, it's mm-hmm. about having the right people at the top setting everything in place because generally what I've seen over the last 
15 to 20 years is people getting these positions on governance and boards, especially, that are employing people, old boys, that are passing the baton on, that are there for the winners. Mm-hmm. They're not there for everybody. Yep. And they would much rather rub their shoulders with the NRL superstar than the person down in Waitara at club level. And that's where this is so wrong. You know, we need to be looking at the people at the top echelon. Okay, and if they get mm. the people right at the top echelon, they think holistically about everybody. I mean, the person at the grassroots, which we're all about, as opposed to the Eric Murrays that win eight gold medals or whoever, then that's the right person. Mm. Hear you loud and clear. So does Richie. Sounds like Eric should have a role in high performance sport. Great interview, lads, on double eight, double three. Well, here you go. Here's your chance. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. You've heard Eric Murray. You've heard Izzy and Kimpy their experiences as a father and as an as athletes. I mean, where is the disconnect? And actually, proactively, is there anything? Are there any ideas that you have? Is there anything you see that could help this? progress the high performance sport kind of model forward one last bit I want to leave you with and this is quite disturbing this was out of the report some cycling New Zealand athletes reported that they were afraid to speak up about personal grievances mental or physical health concerns or complain about staff processes that negatively impact them out of fear that they will be incapable and will not be selected this sense of mistrust has impacted this inquiry too and they go on to say that several athletes didn't even want to compete and, um, sorry, participate in this inquiry because of that. Now that is what Kempi is talking about. That is a specific situation to Cycling New Zealand where the people in charge have developed a gulf in trust between them and the athletes doing the job. And that's not good enough. And I think that's what we heard yesterday loud and clear. 22 minutes past seven. It's Izzy and Kempi for breakfast here with Chemist Warehouse. Hear from you soon. Great savings every day earlier. There's a good text here. Izzy from Mark on double eight, double three. if you want to get to that. Yeah, good morning. Izzy, Kempi, Louis, Aroha, Joe and Kez. Firstly, fantastic chat with Eric Murray around Cycling New Zealand. I commend you guys on how much you shed light on this side of life, keep up the great work. Secondly, how does it feel to be official Kempe? Awesome. And Izzy, what's it like um, having your name first? So I'm just getting used to every time it's the the promo, this thing comes up. I look at Louie, he has a little giggle because it's Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. So I'm just getting used to it. But no, on, in all honesty, it's uh, that's why I love doing this job, you know, because we get to talk about things that relate to me and, and my own little struggles with mental health and 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 the things like that and high performance and one thing that really stuck out like with Eric Murray is he spoke about medals you know and and we don't want to go out there and, and we don't want to lose we all want to win we want to perform but the other side of it it doesn't always eventuate it doesn't always happen and there's the downsides to it and I think one thing that I'm I'm getting an understanding from Cycling New Zealand is they love the winning. But when it went wrong, they didn't know how to react to it and kind of help these athletes get through the, the, the downside to sport. And sport is, has its ups and has its lows. I've been there, I've been there before, and I know exactly what it feels like. So um, I think that's the biggest learning from this situation is, yes, we're sportsmen, we're sportswomen, and we want to win and we want to perform, but sometimes it's not going to happen and we need help and we need a little bit of assistance there once it goes wrong. And Kempi, the, the hardest thing about that in these Olympic sports is, you know why they love winning so much? because that's where the cash comes from and that's where the funding comes from and that's what Eric Murray is speaking about resource and you could probably relate to that in the rugby league side of things. Well, it's all about medals. That's you know the, the, the thing that Eric talks about, it's all about medals and unfortunately for New Zealand is they put all their eggs in one basket for a gold medal. Uh, so, so sports like rugby league, for instance, get a bit of discretionary funding um, even though you know it's watched by more New Zealanders than any, any other Olympic sport. So... 
I think the problem really that you're talking about is just the people that are in charge of that funding mm. that funding pool. They're not the right people. You know, the, the real sad part for me, the, I'm, I've got to say this, I've read all those reports, and the real sad part for me was Pat, the Padmore Fano saying that they hadn't heard from Cycling New Zealand for That's nine horrible. months. Mm. And I just thought, you know, it isn't hard even just to pick the phone up and if you're if you're in that position of a leader to say we just want to send our condolences and, and we're working on and, and have a conversation but for nine months and and the mum comes out and says we're this is the first time we've heard from them for nine months it's unacceptable mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah, that is unacceptable I think we can all agree and uh, railing Castle Phil Holden I think they met with the Podmores on Friday um, Phil Holden this chairman of cycling New Zealand It'll be interesting to see what cycling New Zealand do with their governance model moving forward and railing Castle um, I don't yeah I think railing Castle is probably still of the right ilk to be doing this job at High Performance Sport New Zealand. I don't think anybody's saying that Railing Castle needs to move on, like that wouldn't be solving the problem. But it kind of similarly to her job at Rugby Australia, Railing Castle's got a massive mountain to climb here with um, remodelling exactly how what is going on here. She's got top tier issues, this being one of them, that are very public. And I think probably underneath it, like Rugby Australia, there's a lot behind the scenes that she's probably knee deep in the weeds with right now. So... Yeah, just it, just quickly before you get off, look, I think you'd be touched on it a while back, but um, you know, like seats on the bus, mm. seats on the bus, and and different agencies, and, and what I get a feel with Cycling New Zealand, they've got people in the, in the seats that are driving the bus, but are they the right people in the seat? Do they understand sport? They understand business, they understand the mechanics on on having a successful business, but. The other side of it, business and sport, there are correlations there. They do do match, but there's differences as well. And do they understand those differences? That's the key, I think. Great question. And and do we need fl- fresh blood? Are they just recycling the same people through these jobs? Is he? You know, that's another. That's mm. exactly what you're saying. And, can, that, and that's a thing that Rayling, Rayling can do. Yes. Is stop doing that. You know, stop stop um, staring the same pot. Yep. And pulling out the same ingre- ingredients and filling the same seats. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.